stuff. And the only way that you can continue on with that patience and believe it's going to happen is if you truly, truly, truly have the passion for what you're doing and you really believe in, in the mission and, and the whole idea behind it. Um, because honestly, if I, if I didn't have that passion behind Illumin and the, the whole idea behind it and the nonprofits and stories and the whole community aspect of it, it, it would make no sense for me. <laughs> this is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 100 of Life in Motion. You heard that right, 100. Over the last couple of years, we've shared countless stories around the venture, outdoor nonprofits, and the community that's built around it. This episode also marks a new partnership with Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. So to kick things off, I've got John Holdemeyer with me from Actual Outdoors. No, 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 no. I, I was just on the show like five episodes ago. I think today has to be about you, man. This is your 100th episode. So you want Are me you... to flip the script? Yeah, yeah. I think we got to flip the script. Are you down? Sure. You know what? For right now, I'm relinqu relinquishing my uh, host roles and I'm going to give them to you. Oh, it's going to get wild. I like that. <laughs> uh, heck yeah, man. Congratulations. A hundred episodes. That's, that's phenomenal. That's, that's got to feel really, really good. Yeah. It's that part of it. I mean, a hundred is a lot, um, a lot of recording, also a lot of finding those different interesting stories kind of all around the outdoors, the nonprofits, the communities, all of that stuff, you know, you know, there's people from all over the world that we've uh, recorded with, actually. So, you know, both local here in the States, people in, in England, um, people in Spain, uh, some, some other countries in there. I know I'm missing off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, man, I've, I've just like, A, I loved being on the show uh, a few episodes back. So thanks for that. And I'm excited about this partnership that we have. And just like, been a really big fan of the show for a while now and so I'm, I'm stoked for you and I'm stoked for everything that the show's about and like what you're turning it into uh I, I guess my first question would be where did this all come from where where was this idea born out of you know for the for the podcast itself yeah so it, it the the idea for the podcast kind of stemmed from the idea from Illumin as a brand, um, you know, just, it wasn't there in the beginning, uh, the idea didn't come to later. So really, you know, Illumin is kind of all about building that community connection around the outdoors. And, you know, I, I've, I've experienced things myself, but I haven't experienced them all. And I know there's tons of stuff out there and sons of stories to share. Um, and that was when I kind of thought, well, how, how do I share those, those unique stories, whether they're individuals or organizations or nonprofits or even businesses um, that have that, that unique connection to the outdoors and travel and adventure. And that's kind of why where the idea for, you know, life in motion, you know, find, you know, what, what that means, you know, for the different individuals and really, you know, find ways to, to share those stories, you know, obviously on the podcast and then the blog post as well. But so other people, you know, in Maine or Texas or, uh, you know, wherever they're at, they read those stories and they make some kind of connection to, to that guest or that organization, whether, you know, it, it encourages them to finally, you know, get up and go out and do that travel, even if it's just like a weekend trip, or maybe they decide, Hey, I'm going to take a break from my corporate job for six months. 
or yeah. they have a really cool um or maybe they have a big adaptive community in their area and they they listen to you know beyond boundaries uh who's a nonprofit we work with and they're like hey you know that's how i can build or bring all these people together to get outdoors that you know some some people might count out unfortunately otherwise so you know, that was kind of the idea is just to share those different stories and kind of create those different connections and, and takeaways, you know, that our, that our audience can listen to. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite part of the whole thing is just hearing everybody's different story and hearing how, you know, you build this, like, there are these, these communities that exist, these nonprofits and these, these really cool organizations that are doing things that are already communities. And then you do, you know, this, this really cool thing by bringing them in to your community and creating this bigger sense of community and, and uh, purpose. And it's just a much larger group at that point. I think it's a really cool concept. And I think that it's just really awesome to see how it's, how it's blossomed and, and grown into what it is. At the beginning of that, you, you mentioned, you know, this podcast itself started out of Illumin Collect uh, after you started that. Can you kind of go into a little bit of the difference between what is Illumin Collect uh, and Life in Motion and how they interact with each other and, and kind of like break that, that uh, relationship down a little bit? Yeah, so I'm trying to think like where to start. You know, I don't know if it's best to start with like the Illumin and kind of how that idea came up. Uh, to, to fruition in the first place or, you know, how, how they interact with each other now. Cause I think those are obviously two, two different stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's start at the very beginning then the, the beginning of like Illumin itself and like what made you want to start that and, and what it has grown into. Um, so I think honestly, it's probably a good place to just start at the very beginning with your story and, and do like your, your background and, a little bit about your story up until you started Illumin and then kind of the formation of that and how it turned into the the podcast and the blog and all the things that, that accompany it now. Yeah. Um, so it all started May 8th, 1991. Um, born in Richard. <laughs> um, I, uh, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue what day I was born, but it might have <laughs> been a Tuesday. I don't know. Um, I know it's on Mother's Day this year, though, so that's always fun. Um, anyways... Um, yeah, so, so I grew up in a small town, um, in Virginia on the, on the East coast. Um, it was called Whitestone, Virginia, Lancaster County. I had like a hundred kids in my, in my, uh, class that I ended up graduating with and all that stuff. So really small town. Um, and you know, there's lots of stuff, you know, we had water activities and, you know, woods to explore and forts and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which I did a lot when I was a kid, but, um, as I got older, you know, one of the things was, you know, Hey, you know, town, town, I say that in quotations, you know, it was literally a one stoplight <laughs> town where I was. Um, so, you know, as I got older and, you know, my parents would let me ride into town on my bike and do all that kind of stuff. So I was just like, well, I'm just going to do that with friends. And, you know, it was just kind of, you know, pedal around town and do whatever. Um, but eventually one of uh, my other friends was actually my, uh, my neighbor who was, a, I don't know, four or five years older than me. Um, one of his good friends got into BMX bikes um, pretty heavily. And so as I would hang out with the, the older kid and then Chris was the guy who like kind of really got me into bikes. Um, I started, you know, switching up from a mountain bike to a BMX bike and then, you know, trying to jump stuff and, 
you know, do, do all sorts of things and dirt jumps and build ramps and kind of all that stuff. So it's really throughout, like, I don't know, probably eighth grade through high school. That's, that's all I did. Um, and so, you know, I was, course as a kid i was trying to go pro and all that you know everybody has a dream like that but it was it was more just something to go out and kind of push myself um to see what i could try knowing that it was you know all on me but also you know i had the freedom to make it whatever i wanted it to be um and at that time you know it was also uh, you know my other friends that that were in, in my grade and stuff like that started getting into it as well um, I wouldn't say necessarily as serious as, as, as I did, but, you know, there was a group of like four or five of us that would meet up every, you know, Saturday and Sunday and we would just hang out, you know, just riding around town, going to different like little dirt jumps we made and just, yeah, it, it was nice to do something like that rather than, um, you know, get into other sorts of troubles that you can often do in a small town. <laughs> for sure. Um, for sure. So, so I really kind of loved, first of all, kind of the friendship aspect of it and then kind of the freedom that it gave me. So, um, anyways, that was always a big part of my life. And then I started working at, um, Camp Woodward, which is in the middle of Pennsylvania, um, outside of state college, which is a, a huge action sports camp, BMX skateboarding. Uh, it actually started off as a cheerleading and gymnastics camp and all that stuff. But, um, it, it's a summer camp for kids. Uh, it's about a thousand kids, I think a week. Oh, that's um, huge. That's I mean, cool. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty big footprint. There, I don't know. There might be like 11 different skate parks on it. Um, plus a bunch of other facilities. So I would go there and that kind of, you know, took me out of my comfort zone in a sense, because I'm going there, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a a naturally a shy guy, you know, it takes me a little while to open up, you know, especially given whatever the situation was, but I went there, you know, by myself working there, um, throughout my college summers and that kind of stuff. And it's just, it, it, that really opened my eyes up to, I guess, what, what that lifestyle could show you from, you know, a different perspective, you know, it's not just, Oh, there's that dirty BMX kid that's on the street doing whatever. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, we, I I met people from Australia and uh, the Netherlands and, and England and um, you know, just all over these places that all came there just for that same love of, of BMX and getting on their bikes and hanging out and doing whatever else outside of BMX. Um, So I, so I did that for a long time or not for a long time, you know, throughout college working there. Um, and it just really opened me up to a different, uh, different opportunities that way. And actually it's also the whole reason that I met my now wife. We actually, uh, worked there. She was from Springfield, Missouri, which is where I am now. And I was from Virginia and we hit it off and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, once I, once I graduated, I, I followed her out here. That's a whole different story. We have, we have three kids and all that (laughs) stuff, but, um, you know, you can pin, Hey, BMX and that lifestyle led me to meeting, you know, my wife and then eventually yep. having our three kids. And then also I've, you know, I've gone to, um, visited friends in Australia and England, um, uh, Amsterdam, I've been to Iceland, a, a couple I mean, pretty much pinpoint a little bit around, you know, Europe and, uh, and some Ireland, that kind of stuff, not necessarily, not necessarily for BMX, but because of the experiences that I had with BMX. Right. Um, so I guess that's a long story, uh, a long no, story. no, that's, that's the good background stuff. I mean, that's, that's the community side of things. That's just so powerful, you know? Exactly. And, and I really like appreciated like what that showed me and, and the people I met through it um, from kind of all walks and all, you know, different parts of life. And 
So, so when I moved out here at Springfield, you know, I always kind of knew I wanted to start something for myself. Um, didn't exactly know what that was, but I also knew that I sort of wanted it around that lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, as I was going through ideas and that kind of stuff, I was trying to figure out how I could, how I could create a brand that was more than just apparel, but it also encompassed everything that I enjoyed about that lifestyle. So how could I share, how could I get other people to realize that this lifestyle, and it doesn't have to be PMX, it could be surfing or hiking or, or whatever that outdoor sport is, but they could find those same connections and get those same experiences that I did through that. Um, and, and that's, and that's actually when I, you know, started doing some research and stuff on the nonprofit side. I was like, well, can I partner with nonprofits? Like what kind of action sports nonprofits are out there or outdoor nonprofits that aren't, you know, just like picking up trash, like the, the common ones that everybody's going to know that, you know, sure, Hey, yeah, sure. there's, a, there's a trash cleanup thing, which is awesome, but uh, it's kind of more standardized that way. So, but that's when it kind of opened my eyes that there's all these different, you know, different, different nonprofits, you know, some that, uh, you know, use, you know, surfing to help kids, um, that have, you know, autism or something like that, or, um, vision impairment with rock climbing or white rock mm. rafting or, um, a whole bunch of adaptive sports. And then, you know, even different programs to, um, you know, get people outside to show them the benefits of outside rather than rely on substances to, you know, when they're going through a hard time, you know, rather, okay, sure. well, put, put the bottle down, get outside, get some fresh air, you know, open it up. And yep. so just, there's a bunch of different nonprofits that I found throughout that time. So that's when, you know, I was kind of like, Hey, I love this lifestyle and I want to give back to it. So I'm going to combine that way to give back to those nonprofits that are doing this good with it, with it and kind of help expand and grow, grow their mission that way. Um, so that was kind of, like I said, that was kind of a long story, but that's kind of where it all started. But, you know, yeah, yeah, that that's, that's exactly what I was looking for. I think, you know, the whole backstory, it all, it all flows and it makes so much sense. I think the coolest part about it is, you know, there are a lot of people who are a part of a community. First off, there, there are a lot of people who never find that kind of community yeah. in their life. And so it's really it's really cool to be able to find that community that you found with BMX or that like I found with like kayaking or fly fishing or other people find with rock climbing or whatever the community is. It's really cool to find that. I think the, the most impressive thing about your, your journey and your story is like most people find that community and they take the benefits from it and they're like, Oh, cool. This is great. <laughs> like, and that's the end of the process for them. I think what I like the most is that you're just like immediately like, Hey, this community, these opportunities, all of this stuff came, you know, from my willingness to kind of like go be a part of a community and, and, and get involved. And then your, your next reaction is like, I want to figure out how to like give back to this and help create this for other people. I think that that's just a really awesome way to start something and like such a good way to, to begin a journey of a company. And so I really like hearing that, that, origin story, uh, from the beginning to the date. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So once, once you decided like, okay, so it's this, it's this company, we're going to make apparel and, and it's going to be tied to these nonprofits. How do you go about setting that up? And 
deciding here's the type of apparel here's here here's how we're going to find who we partner with what did it start to turn into and how long has that process been going on yeah so um i i think the the official launch i guess of Illumin was in 2017 but really it started probably 2016 you know figuring out what kind of everything that uh you mentioned there um you know i I wanted i wear t-shirts and hoodies i love t-shirts and hoodies um you know it's just so so the idea as far as like the apparel went it was just you know casual kind of everyday apparel that kind of stuff not you know not necessarily like technical gear or anything you know crazy um, and I really wanted to, to highlight the, um, the art on it, um, which is funny because actually originally I wanted to do like partner or work, still have the nonprofit partners of it, but also work with a different artist each yeah. month as well and do, but do like a super limited edition run of those shirts. Yeah. That was, that was the first idea, but um, for anybody who's tried to start something, it's kind of hard to get buzz around a limited edition thing if nobody really knows who you are in the first place. Um, <laughs> so, so that, so, but that's kind of where it started. I, w- I wanted to be able to continually offer different, um, uh, uh, different products with that. Um, and so, anyways, I, I mean, at the very beginning, like I said, it was kind of reaching out to different different nonprofits and you know, kind of starting off really sm- uh, uh, small in that sense and do. Um, I took it basically into chunks of quarters and, you know, so for like the first quarter of that year, we partnered with a a local, um, organization, uh, here called trail spring, which really does a lot of, um, mountain bike, uh, trails and upkeep and kind of helping expand that thing. So that was a local one here in Springfield, um, uh, who was after future six was another one there. They were in Florida and, um, they, they had the surf programs and, and some skate programs and stuff for at-risk youth and, and kids with, with different needs and that kind of stuff. Um, so, so it kind of, that's sort of how it started is how to, how to create d- different unique designs on super comfy apparel that also give back. Um, yeah. and, and since that those you know, the quarterly steps as it was, you know, back then it's kind of, uh, evolved over the years to, to what it is now. Yeah. And, and what is it like, what is it now when, what's it grown to? And like, you know, what are your partnerships look like now? How, like, how often are you having these partnerships? I know you were talking like quarterly there and it was kind of a slow in chunks start. What's the flow of it kind of looking like these days? Yeah. So, and this will, I guess I'll explain this in a way that kind of ties back into how this podcast ties into all of it as well. Um, so I, I kind of say, you know, from, if I'm trying to explain things, I sort of had the, the, the three pillars of the brand. Um, so you have the, the everyday apparel, the designs that you're pretty much going to find all the time at any event that you're at, whatever, um, that you can always purchase. Um, then the, the next kind of iteration of that is the life in motion podcast. So that's, that's, and I'm trying to think when, when this was started, uh, I guess it was probably 2018 because, um, nice. we, we kind of re- slowly ramped up how often we were putting out episodes as well. So, um, or it might've been 19 anyways. Um, nobody, nobody can keep <laughs> any dates straight. Like once you hit 2017, things start to get really fuzzy as far Ex- as time goes. So exactly, exactly. But um, that, that was, so that was kind of the next step of, you know, I was already, you know, working with the different nonprofits at that point. Um, and then I was like, well, how can I take this a step farther and, and make that reach greater for what I'm trying to show, um, 
and, and show people what's possible, you know, going back to finding your community and find, you know, whatever that passion is and kind of growing and, and building around it and doing, doing good with it. Um, and that's, so that's where the idea of life in motion came from. And, you know, there's, it, it was basically just searching out to find people that, you know, either, you know, that have, that have traveled, you know, like I said, people that have taken like six month hiatuses and just gone all over the world and just, yeah. just experiences different cultures or, you know, the different, um, nonprofits that are, uh, you know, making those different as aspects or aspects impacts, um, around, you know, in their local community, but also in a, in a, a global standpoint in some instances as well. So to share their, their stories and kind of that inspiration that I mentioned before, um, but then, and then, so kind of where those, and that's how I find a lot of the different nonprofits we work with now is through, through the podcast and learn their story and be like, Hey, you know, these people are doing something really awesome. Like, what can I do to, to help you, you know, one, getting the word out there with, with this different media, but also, you know, from a financial standpoint as well. And so that's kind of where the, the everyday products and then the life in motion podcast kind of merge and that creates the community collection. Um, and so the community collection, um, it's, it's gone through some different iterations as well from the beginning of quarterly, but uh, right now, basically, each month we partner with a different nonprofit partner. Um, so what that looks like is we will come up with a collaborative design with them. Um, we'll have it and usually it's on t-shirts, hoodies, tanks, depending on different things, depending on obviously mm -hmm. the season. Um, and we'll create that, have it available for that entire month. And then 20% of all online sales um, are donated back to them at the end of it. So there's, you know, there's the, so any, anything from the everyday products also goes back to them, not just their specific collection as well. So that's awesome. So to raise as much yeah. with that. And then of course, you know, during that time, you know, obviously there's, there's, like I said, the financial stuff, but we're doing what we can to promote that partnership um, on our end as well. So at the very least, even if they don't pick up a shirt or a hoodie or whatever, they're still seeing, Hey, here's this other, what is this nonprofit? I keep seeing in front of me, like, why, why is, why does Illumin think it's important to partner with them? And then hopefully they take something away with it. If they don't purchase a shirt that, Hey, this company is really, or this, this nonprofit is really awesome. How can I help them in a different way? Or how can I do something similar in my community that also makes an impact? So yeah. Yeah. That's, I really just admire how you're able to work all of that together and have it be not just about, you know, obviously selling shirts is important to keeping the thing going, but it's really about raising the awareness and inviting other people to get involved so that it's not just you trying to sell shirts to people to raise money for a thing. It's saying, Hey, yes, we're selling shirts. Yes, we're giving back, but also here's more about the organization and the people involved. And here's how you can get involved in, in really kind of growing and expanding your community. Would you, would you say that you've like noticed since 2017 or 18, when you started the podcast itself, what is the growth of your community been like in that time frame? Um, so as, as far as like, uh, the community kind of within a lumen. Yeah. The community within a lumen and, you know, the people that you've partnered with and the nonprofits that you've partnered with and the relationships and the, and just kind of the bigger community at large. Um, I'm sure that you, you know, you've just, you've probably seen 
a lot of uh, connections made and growth happen uh, on many different levels, you know, since, since the beginning of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, from a, from a broader sense, you know, obviously this, this being episode 100, so not including this one, but nine, you know, I've, I've met or, or interviewed and spoke with 99 different people from all over and all different types of walks. So obviously that's a big community part right there, learning, learning what they're doing and that kind of stuff. Um, from a nonprofit standpoint, we've, we've worked with, um, over 16 different nonprofits. Um, that's awesome. And with that, we're just, just under $24,000 of total, um, um, donations for them over the years. And so, so, so there's, so there's that aspect and a lot of these nonprofits and stuff, you know, we work with, you know, every year they're like, Hey, do you want to do a shirt? Yes. Let's do a shirt. And everybody's, you know, it's a, it's a cool relationship. And even with that, you know, you'll see, you know, when there's specific, um, you know, collections that come out, you know, there's people kind of within their circle that followed a lumen or whatever, you know, they're, they're not, they're not necessarily going to buy anything throughout the year. And I'm not trying to make this about sales, but, but sure. as soon as they see, Hey, you know, that new beyond boundaries design is up. I'm going to get one of those. Cause I love beyond boundaries and I love supporting them. So in a sense, I think that that's building a community as well, that even if it's not a, uh, I guess an everyday customer, if you will, they still, they're, they're still connected to that nonprofit that we're supporting. So then in return, they come back around every time that, that there's that sale for that new design for that, that nonprofit that they've been supporting for so long. So I think that's kind of helped kind of, kind of build that different community um in in some of those different ways. Yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I think the the tie to how important, you know, a the community aspect uh but also the collaboration side of things. Like there's just some really strong themes that you have that are kind of at the core of, you know, what you're growing and how you're doing it and, you know, as you know, I have a little bit of insider information here. Uh because we've been working together a little bit on some of these things about what those values are for Illumin, the, the core values and some of those other things. Do you think you could share maybe like uh, the the mission and the vision uh, for Illumin with us? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and you know, as you mentioned, some insider information there, some uh, long phone calls and figuring out <laughs> really, uh, you know, figuring out how to condense everything that it is into into something simple that people can understand or relate with and i feel like we've we've accomplished that um yeah. so i guess this is a i'm going to read this off my phone because it's pretty new um <laughs> but uh i guess this is a you heard it first type of deal so nice um so kind of our, our updated mission is we make adventure inspiring apparel to build outdoor communities that give back that's beautiful with uh, with a vision to make the outdoors more accessible, sustainable, and welcoming by showing people what's possible through community collection and involvement with causes that matter. That's awesome. That's, that's everything that it is. And it's what you've been talking about this whole time. Um, so I just, I love that. And I, I love, I've loved being able to talk uh, through a lot of this stuff with you because, you know, hearing like this behind the scenes kind of work and like the, the mission and the vision and the values, which we'll get to in a second. A lot of this stuff is kind of like hard to think about if you're not like a quote unquote, like marketing person or whatever, but immediately right out of the gates with our conversations, 
I asked you a lot of really weird questions <laughs> and you had, you had just the most amazing answers from the, from the jump, you know, there's so many things that you want to say and you want to be about and, and the passion and, and all of that is, is just like super visible, uh, from, from the get go. So yeah, it's been awesome learning about what you want to do and, and what you want to be about as a company. And I think anybody who's interacted with, with your brand sees that already, uh, through, through the collaboration and through the community building and all of the things that you do. Um, with that being said, what are the, what are your, your values, your updated values now? Yeah. So our, our kind of updated, uh, three brand values are community collaboration and adventure, which I think, you know, kind of also explains everything that we just, uh, we just talked about as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it all hits on, you know, it's, it's all about being adventurous, right? And, and it's all about being, uh, being part of the community, but it's also like, it doesn't have to be kind of like crazy epic adventure or like a super elite community. Um, can you kind of speak to uh, the, the crowd and, and who you're making this stuff for in that, like, you know, it's not only the, the really hardcore pro level BMXers or, or top level whitewater kayakers out there, right? Yeah, no, no, not at all. I mean, to, to me personally, an, an adventure, if I can say it, um, it, it, it means something to every, every person. It's something different to every person. Um, you know, for some people, yes, uh, I just had a, actually, um, um, you know, we've it had, like I said, like I mentioned before, we had people who've done, uh, traveled all over the world or they're professional mountain bikers, or, you know, they do all this really hardcore stuff and that's what adventure means to them. But that doesn't mean that one, everybody can have those same adventures. And it also doesn't mean that everybody aspires to have those same adventures, which is completely understandable. Yeah. Um, so at the same time, the other end of the spectrum is an adventure could be walking through the park, like sitting on a bench and just sitting outside and just listening to the conversation around you or the birds or the animals or whatever it can be. Sure. To me, it can be so extreme and so minimal at the same time. It's just whatever it means to you. And I want people to find that connection for what that meaning is to them. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of that, that casual, you know, a, a casual kind of lifestyle in a sense where, you know, adventure could be, you know, me in my backyard later today. Uh, if it doesn't, if it doesn't rain, you know, chasing my, my kids around, you know, that's, yeah, that's an yeah. adventure. And I didn't, you know, I didn't rock climb something crazy or go whitewater rafting, but it doesn't mean it wasn't an adventure and it wasn't something I enjoyed. And it, I didn't make a connection obviously with who I was with, but also with the outdoors at the same time. So I think that's kind of the, the big thing that I want people to understand at the same time, because we kind of have a mix of that when it comes to the stories and that kind of stuff, a mix of those kind of those two extremes of people where just, you, know, sure. you, you can look at both ends. Yeah. I think it, it makes sense that you tend to have more of kind of the, the saga, like Epic, not Epic, but like the, the bigger kind of journey interviews, um, because it's hard to listen to a podcast about sitting on a bench, <laughs> yeah, yeah. even though that is a really great activity. It's just not like not necessarily compelling podcast materials. So I think that it makes sense that you have a lot of the kind of hardcore people on the show as well as uh, wanting to be for and about 
the the entry level everyday outdoors as well. I think I think you do a great job of of walking that uh, line and kind of speaking to both people. Yeah. For sure. And then to your point there, you know, like you said, I mean, a lot of people are obviously, you know, looking for interesting stories like that, but at the same time, the, the idea for those episodes isn't for someone to necessarily listen to that and be like, you know what, today's the day I'm going to be a professional kayaker and just go crazy. I want, I want them to listen to be like, Hey, that's awesome that that guy or gal is doing that maybe I should finally like go down that little river with the kayak that's been sitting in my shed for the past two years. Like maybe I should get out and just do that. So it inspires them not necessarily to go crazy, but like just kind of sparks that sparks, whatever was inside them before what they've been really, really thinking about before for whatever reason has been holding them back. If the idea is, you know, to see some kind of different perspective that creates a different connection within whatever they're passionate about to, to help, help push them over the edge in that sense to, to get out there again or get out there for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I think a lot of times that is exactly what it takes for somebody to, to break a routine or to break out of a habit or to break out of whatever, you know, is the most comfortable (laughs) at, at any given moment. I think that, you know, seeing apparel and building these communities as a way to do that, I think is a really cool thing. Um, like you've said to me before, I know it's just like, once you can get outside that initial push and that spark that you're talking about, things can really change and it can change people's, you know, entire trajectory uh, for their life, just like it did for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That being said, what, like thinking of future talk and, and trajectory kind of things, what does the future look like for, you yourself and what does it look like for uh illumin and for the life in motion podcast and kind of uh the three-pronged approach there of like what do you see kind of happening and and growing this into yeah so uh, it's, a, it's a loaded question <laughs> no no pressure it better be a good answer you, you know I, I i can i can i'll take this a couple different ways um i'll kind of break it break it down into some different things and obviously we're talking about illumin as a business so i'll be upfront about that i mean at at some point you know i want it to be able to uh be a successful company where like i said i have have three kids a wife and that kind of stuff where that that i can it, it helps me be able to uh, you know, do, do the things that I want to do with them and get outside with them and, and kind of have these experiences and these memories mm-hmm. and allow me to do that on, on my own terms, if that makes sense. Um, yep. so I mean, from, from a purely business standpoint, I mean, that, that part is very, that, I mean, that's important for me. That's why anybody starts a business. Right. right. Um, but at the same time with that growth, I think, you know, the ultimate goal is, you know, one, you know, just under $24,000. Yeah. That's, that's a decent amount donated, but I also don't think it's big enough. Um, and so the only way to get that bigger is to continue to build this, this community around, around the brand and the stories and the nonprofits that, that they, that they build this connection and that continues to grow. And then as that grows, you know, more resources are available to help these different nonprofits. And then, you know, it could, and, you know, at some point, you know, it could be even, even, even other forms of collaborations with the nonprofits, you know, maybe it's, 
you know, not just financial and kind of awareness, but maybe it's helping them with events or just, I don't, I don't know what that is off the top of my head, but I, sure. I feel like there's, there's more opportunity to work with the nonprofits and also make and help them make an even greater impact yep. as, as things grow from that standpoint. Um, and then as, as far as the life in motion, I mean, you know, obviously plan on continually to do this, to more, record more episodes, but still kind yeah. of the same, same idea, just to continue to find the different um, individuals, organizations, businesses, and whatnot that are kind of, that have those interesting kind of inspiring outdoor s- stories to, to continue, like I said, to, to kind of grow that community and, and really, you know, at the end of the day, I want somebody, you know, whether they're looking at a shirt or whether they're looking at a nonprofit or whether they're listening to the podcast, I want them to get outside and do whatever the adventure word means to them to find, meet new people, find that different community, just get away from the computer and get a sense of fresh air, you know, just all those different things to get, break those routines and just kind of see how that can, can help their, you know, help them in one way or the other. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know this wasn't a super specific vision, but I, no, I think that's, I mean, exactly that's, that's the ultimate uh, goal, you know, I guess 10 year goal or five year goal, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was asking. You know, it's, it's one of those things you talk about, you know, the business and trying to grow the business and also the, the giving back and the, the nonprofit side of things. It's so true that, you know, the only way to be able to give back and to build the ability to give back is by growing the resources you have as a business. And so that makes a lot of sense to just, you know, really focus on growing as much as you can, because, you know, you are one of those people in one of those companies. I think it was uh, you that I was talking to a while. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was you. I was talking to a while back about the idea of nonprofit versus not for profit versus for profit. Right. Yeah. And, and there are so many things in our daily life that are for profit companies, big corporations, uh, those sorts of things where the whole goal is to just make money however possible. Then there's a second level that's not for profit. And I think it's really cool to see that's most small businesses or a lot of small businesses, but you're like, like as far as it goes to like being the not for profit model where that's not your main goal. Your main goal is to build the business so you can help as many organizations and causes as possible, which I think is really admirable. And I think that's a really cool business model, just, you know, from, from an outside perspective, I've, I've enjoyed learning about it and watching what you've been able to do. So I'd say, heck yeah, man, that sounds, sounds really cool. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And like I said, I think, uh, you know, you touched on a couple of things there and if, if I was a, a for-profit or, you know, geared, uh, if Lumen was a for-profit gear, I wouldn't be doing uh, 20% of total revenue, not, not right, right. profits. Um, so, and that's, the, that was the thing, you know, I'll tell a lot of people that's like, you're, you're doing that much, you know, other companies, you know, do X amount of their, you know, net profit or whatever, well, right. much larger than can do that. I'm not to that point yet. So I'm really not making an impact if I can't do something substantial. And that's about as substantial as I can get, but from taking it yep. directly off the top. Um, yep. And, and like I said, as, as that grows, I think there's, there's plenty of different other unique opportunities to work with the different nonprofits and, and grow that community even more um, just, you know, as, as those different resources, you know, grow with it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm really excited to see uh, the next year and the next three years and the next five years. I think, 
it's going to be some really cool partnerships and I'm really just stoked to see what kind of uh, shirt designs go up on the website too. Cause I've been, I've been loving seeing the cool artwork uh, as well. Um, what is, I, this is how you usually kind of wrap up with your show. So I'm going to hit you at the same. Wait, I thought this same was your question. show now. I'm yeah. yeah, I'm taking over. No, no, I can't, man. No, no, you don't, you don't want to do that. It's going to go a totally different direction. If I take over. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So the, the final question, the last question, uh, somebody who was in your position, maybe a few years back or somebody looking to do something like what you've done or start their own thing. What, what piece of advice would you give that person? Well, so this, I mean, this ties in honestly, I mean, directly to what, you know, I just said, as far as, you know, if I was for profit, I would be, and when it was, that was my driver, then I wouldn't be doing what I was doing as far as where that percentage comes from. And so with that, I think, you know, obviously there's, there's been tons of little small things that I've learned along the way that I wish I would have done, you know, years before, but that's part of the learning process mm -hmm. um, and how I started. But I think the, the, the constant over all of that is one, you have to be extremely patient. Um, mm -hmm. It, you might get, you might get lucky right off the bat. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. And I'm not saying, saying that I don't see that happen to people around me in, in my circle. Um, but you have to have that patience when it doesn't happen. Um, and through the different iterations and challenges and that kind of stuff. Um, cause you know, uh, you know, with all that, you know, you know, over the years we we've grown, but it's also, you know, not, not necessarily to a place where, it, where it could be or where it should be, where it makes sense, honestly. Um, from, if you're looking at those kind of numbers and, and that kind of stuff, and the only way that you can continue on with that patience and believe it's got to happen is if you truly, truly, truly have the passion for what you're doing and you really believe in, in the mission and, and the whole idea behind it. Um, because honestly, if I, if I didn't have that passion behind Illumin and the, the whole idea behind it and the nonprofits and stories and the whole community aspect of it, it, it would make no sense for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's been, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of struggles that come with it to be blunt. And the sure. only way that I can get through it is, is that, that belief and that passion and also that extreme patience with that to know that you're just, you're just right there almost where you need to be um, to kind of get to the ultimate goal, but you're not close enough. You're almost there. Yeah. So you got to keep, you got to keep holding on for a little bit longer. So I think that's, those are really the biggest thing is patience, but more importantly, be in it, be in it for the right reason. And, yeah. you know, for, for the passion and maybe your, your reason doesn't have to be the reason I'm in it. It can be whatever, but the sure. only way you'll get through those hard times is if you know exactly what that North star is and you can always look at it no matter how hard or good the times are. Yeah. Especially when it's good too. I think, yeah, yeah. That, that makes a ton of sense. I think, you know, a lot of people expect things to be easy for some reason because they see other people do it. Um, but that makes a lot of sense the way you say it. So uh, I, I really appreciate that, that answer because, you know, trying to do the, uh, not the same type of company, but trying to start my own thing. It's, it's just really cool to look to, people like yourself and companies like yours and, and things that are, you know, doing things the right way and building things the right way. It's just, it's been really cool to see. And it's been really cool to, 
to talk with you through the process of some of this as well. So, yeah, I think, I think that we may have recorded like a full episode. I, I don't know if there's anything else you have that you want to add. I just want to say like, thanks so much for letting me, letting me host and ask you some questions and congrats for a hundred episodes, man. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. You did it. You did a great job today, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> uh, no, That's close. no, it starts with a J. You're good. Yeah. Um, that, that was a joke. You took over as host. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. I get it. So, uh, no, no, I think it was good. It was really fun kind of being on the other side of this and kind of opening up and sharing, um, the different perspectives. Um, you know, usually I ask the guests, you know, uh, you know, where people can find you online. So for, for, first of all, for those who don't know, and are just listening to the podcast, you can find us at alumincollect.com, um, or at alumincollect on just about any, uh, social media platform. But since we have this, uh, this cool new partnership, um, with actual outdoors and, you know, obviously kind of, you know, we, we share, uh, we, we, we share the same passion. We're just doing different things. Uh, yeah. This is kind of the way that I look at it. So where can people find you online? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're on Instagram is where we're most active on social media and it's at actual outdoors. And then the website is actualoutdoors.com. Uh, so those would be the two best places to find, to find us. Awesome. Let's see. Now, now I'm taking over again. You're, right you're the host again. I'm, I'm back. I see how just that subtle switch. You flipped it real. You've done this before. <laughs> so um, everyone, uh, thank you, I guess, for, um, for, for taking the time to listen to this episode and kind of getting some more in-depth uh, stuff with Illumin that probably a lot of people haven't heard before. Um, definitely make sure you check out Actual Outdoors. Um, I, I've had probably way too many phone calls with John over the past month or so. Um, <laughs> but it's been super helpful, super helpful experience, uh, really trying to nail down what it is and how to, how to get there. Um, so definitely check out the website, social, all that stuff. Um, and John, I thank you for, for being, uh, the host of today's show. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, and congratulations again, man. I'm, I'm stoked for you and, and let's do it again at 200. There we go. I love it. All right. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.